Hey guys, welcome to Creativity Level Zero. I'm Jim. And I'm Steve. And thanks for joining us today. Sorry about the delayed uh, stream here. I mean, for those who listen on the podcast apps, you guys won't notice it, but we had some technical difficulties today. I upgraded our software because I kept deferring it and deferring it and deferring it. And I was like, today's the day. <laughs> and then of course what happened yeah we had issues we just yeah exactly what did i sound like you before you sounded like a chipmunk like just a very high-pitched chipmunk and i at first i thought jim was just messing with me. he was right. just you know um you know putting on a voice filter just to mess with me me to, to make me worry that all of a sudden like something's wrong with my with my speakers or I was going to have to deal with Jim as a chipmunk the whole time now, you know, and I would not be able to hold in my laughter. <laughs> I'm going to actually quickly just even check to make sure that our stream's going uh, just to make sure for everybody who's out there. Okay, because I was uh, I was not seeing it going. Oh, yeah, it's going. It's now. going. It's All right. We're live. We're actually live live. Cool. So we took a two-week hiatus was it a two-week hiatus or a one-week hiatus i think it was two weeks a one-week one-week hiatus uh i can't even remember what we talked about on the last episode but tongue twisters. oh yeah tongue twisters yeah 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 but we're back in action now we're back in action back in action yeah and i started listening to a few more podcasts on the drives and uh you know yes you didn't listen to our podcast? Uh, I mean, I am full of myself, but that's a lot. <laughs> but I, I noticed some of the uh, podcasts only get to like 20, 30 episodes. And then they, they right. die off. They die out. And where I'm going to go quickly look here where we're at. We are... This is 98 right now. This one's 98. 98. Yeah. So we're going to hit the big 100 soon. Big 100. It's kind of crazy to think about where we started. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. I mean, it started as a pandemic project, you know, uh, just because we were bored and, you know, we would just have funny conversations over the phone and we said, oh, you know what, maybe we should record ourselves, even if no one listens. So <laughs> That's pretty much just like real life, too. That's right. That's yeah, right. We talk and no one listens. <laughs> I was wondering if you would notice I'm sitting in a different chair today. I did, yeah. It looks more Dracula-esque, like you're a vampire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it looks like you're in a coffin. Yeah. yeah. So my back has gotten to the point where I actually had to buy a new chair. We're like, I couldn't be sitting hunched over like a lawn gnome. I just, you know, this is, this is classic, you know, you, you know, what, what, what we call first world America right here. Okay. <laughs> so Jim's having back problems. And when Jim tells me about his day-to-day -day activities, okay, <laughs> he's, he's working and he's twisting half his body and then he twists his body the opposite way and plays video games and then he twists back and he goes this way. And so instead of fixing that issue, he just buys a new chair. He's like, that must be it, Steve. It must be the chair's fault, <laughs> not my posture. That well, can't the, be. The chair's going to help the posture. <laughs> 
But the cool thing about it is it's got a little headrest here and you could just, you know. Don't fall asleep while you're recording. Yeah. Well, it's so nice because it, with a backrest, it forces you to sit upright, which is the right. main problem because we always lean forward whenever we're on the computer. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So did yeah, you... Because you just got to have, you know, as close magnification to the screen as possible. Uh, in fact, um, what's it called? I was... I, I, in my living room, I typically set up a chair that is closer to the TV than the couch, just so that way I can focus more on the TV. And, and it was even pointed out to me, uh, you know, somebody asked me, um, why is there a chair over here? Why do you sit on this chair and not on the couch? Like this chair is way more uncomfortable. It's like, yeah, but it's closer up to the TV. I can't just move the whole couch up. Why you don't know? you tell people how big your TV is? I don't know the exact dimensions of my TV, honestly. I don't remember. It's big. But it's a pretty big TV. Yeah. And your couch is what? Four feet away from the five feet? <laughs> Probably five feet. Five yeah. feet? No. Like, I don't know. I wonder, could I lay between your TV and your couch? Would I fit? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, so it, it's around maybe six feet from there. And you're like, no. I want to no. move my head when I watch TV like a pigeon. <laughs> and you sit so close. Yeah. It's, it's you know. <laughs> Go ahead. Tell me about I'm just this. I'm doing the same thing that Jim does, you know. <laughs> I could just watch TV with my glasses on. Oh, and right. I issue. forgot you have glasses. Yeah, because I can't see far. That's why I bring the chair up to the front. Instead, I'll make my myopia worse <laughs> by sitting closer to the TV. So I wonder if that's a true thing. Like when you're a kid, remember they said, don't sit too close to the TV. Is that a thing? I don't know the, the, the validity in that. We can quickly Google it. Um, and you can keep talking as I Google yeah. it. Well, I wonder because like, we all sat close to the TV as kids. And... It's kind of like when you hit a certain age, everybody gets glasses anyway. So is it really, I feel like reading is what really gets you when you're reading those, those books with a tiny text and you just zoomed in all day. I remember. Okay. When... So sorry. Um, very well health.com. I don't know how well, how, how well. it sounds very, how, how, you know, reputable it is. Um, uh, PSU.edu. I mean, okay, New York Times. They they all say, okay. First, what do you think? I think it's bull baloney. Full of baloney. Full of baloney. Okay. I think reading is worse. Reading's got to be worse. It's like <laughs> it's right no. here. No. Okay. So so for both reading and watching TV, it is baloney. It doesn't actually cause damage to your eyes, but it does create additional eye strain and fatigue. Mm, so that fatigue. can give you headaches or, you know, stress. Eye fatigue, so, you fatigue, we all fatigue, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> that was the most depressing poem I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Do you remember when we were in school? No, I've heard some depressing poems from listening to emo songs. <laughs> 
<laughs> that was the most emo thing I've heard in a while. <laughs> Do you remember when we were in school and they'd ask us to write poems and there was like a haiku or I think it was called a haiku or a sonnet or something. And every time you'd write it or the teacher would write it, it would just be like, it would just end. And I'd have no, I, I honestly thought the teachers were trolling us. They'd be like, the flowers are blooming in the summer rain. And you're like, what? Like, wh yeah. what's going on? Yeah, because yeah. it just had to do with like, what was it? Like five syllables, seven syllables, five syllables, something like Who that. Who made this up? Who decided this? Haiku? I feel like it must have been, I don't know, some sort of Asian, Japanese, or wow. Chinese. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Way to be stereotypical all of a sudden and not inclusive. No! Wow. I'm being serious. I, I okay. thought it... Haiku is a type of short form poetry originally from Japan. Thank you. Wow. Oh, I just I can't believe you. you. I can't believe you went there. I thought it was. I thought it was just like somebody who was from like South America or something. Well, obviously you're not cultured, Jim. And I was right, by the way. Five syllables, seven syllables, five syllables. Yes. Wow. You want to yeah. give us a haiku? Uh, an ocean voyage as waves break over the bow. The sea welcomes me. What's the point of a haiku? Seriously, what's the point? It's too it's, long it's to be a, a catchphrase. Story, basically, it's a short Is story. Is it? Yeah. It's not even a like, full breath. A three-line story, like three sentences. It's not even a breath. It's like three Cheerios for breakfast. The, the other example to give here is, Mood and stars wonder, where have all the people gone? Alone in hiding. That's, that's terrible. That was a terrible one. That's a bad story. Man, those were those were terrible. So what have what have you what have you been up to besides reading bad haikus? Well, uh, there's a few things I want to talk about. Um, let's talk about the most recent. I went to dim sum with Jim. Oh. Yeah, we went to dim sum. Why do you have to bring this up? Why does this have to be up? <laughs> oh, it was a magical experience. Magical. <laughs> so let me preface by saying, you know, Jim and I used to regularly go to dim sum. Okay. And uh, the pandemic hit. That's it. No more dim sum for Steve. Lo and behold... Jim found a workaround and did takeout dim sum during the pandemic. And Steve was never invited. I never had takeout dim sum. Never? Jim just said, figure it out on your own, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds just like me. <laughs> so it's been three years. No, two years. It, has it really been two years for you to have dim sum? Yeah. Wow. I know. That's kind of crazy. And so I was really, really, really excited to right. go to Dim Sum. And, and your Dim Sum place I, is decent. I, I'm pretty sure I brought this story up this last time when we spoke about Dim Sum um, in the past. So the last time I went to Dim Sum with Jim here, okay, um, we, it, we, when we got there, it was incredibly busy, and they sat us with other people. 
Yeah, okay. very rude. Very rude to do that. They said, you have a choice. We're okay with that. Yeah, so do you want to do want just put us there. They were say, like, you want to wait in line or do you want to sit next to people you don't know? And we said, that's fine. You know, I love beer gardens. <laughs> just like a, it's just like a beer garden. People exactly. are just as friendly. Yeah, yeah, except instead of beer and, and you know, sausages, it's dumplings and tea. So <laughs> that's true. <laughs> um, but yeah, and so you you know, everyone understands it's a little awkward to sit at a table next to each other. So everyone started to exchange pleasantries, you know, and we were making friends. And of course, Jim being Jim with his dry humor, you guys are all very well. People you know, love that they, humor. They do. I, I hear lots of good things about yeah. your humor all the time. Very dry um, and delicious. From, from, okay. But like <laughs> when people know you're you say dry and delicious, <laughs> I don't think those can ever be together. <laughs> Said every cracker ever. <laughs> That's why you put them in soup. <laughs> um but yes so jim being jim you know we were exchanging pleasantries with the couple that was next to us and jim made some off-color comment to the girl next to us off -color. i don't know what he said i don't remember you could anymore, just say but it was it was just it was just like somehow made fun of her but jim didn't laugh to let her know that he was joking, he did his normal, uh, you know, just dry, serious face, made fun of her. <laughs> I, you could just say, I said a funny joke, and they didn't find it funny because they didn't have a sense of humor. Okay, they were laughing at my jokes. Were they? Yes, oh, yes, they were laughing. They weren't laughing anymore after you did that, <laughs> and then. To make matters, so then that's it. So now the, we're, we're the outcasts at the table because of that. So that's it. I never no wanted to us. be. They all talk to each other, and no one talked to us anymore. We just add our dim sum. I never wanted to talk to them to begin with. Well, you got your wish, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> and then to make matters worse, while we were eating, Jim spilled his entire glass of water on the same ground. <laughs> Well, it was oh, on her side. It didn't really like. It was like the most, the worst experience. Well, okay, you gotta paint a good picture of that. So remember, this is two years ago. This incident, this setup, as I would say, they planted <laughs> us at a table, a round table, and they they literally looked at us and they were, hey, thin person, squeeze in there, and they put us, like I felt like I was on a. Spirit Airlines, okay? I'm sitting in a chair and I'm touching elbows with you. I'm touching elbows with a stranger and and everybody is just trying to eat their food. And you know, with the circle table, they try to push their food in the middle. It becomes this massive triangle shaped thing. So my water was just, I was trying to navigate it. And no, no, he didn't try to reach for the water. He tried to reach for like a pork bun. <laughs> Knocked his water over. <laughs> Which is funny too, because out of everybody, I'm probably the least clumsy. Like I'm not a clumsy person. So right, it's right. it's weird to see that happen in a public setting. Right after this girl like Jim, this girl already doesn't like Jim because of what he did. He just made matters worse. Yeah. Okay. 
Fast forward to this past weekend, guys. So we get there. We got there early this time. So we got our own table. We didn't have to sit with everyone. Yeah. You know, we got the traditional white boy experience where they just immediately gave us forks. It was so awkward. As soon as we sat down, the the Chinese butler i don't know what to call him he wasn't a waiter and he wasn't a bus boy i don't know i'm gonna say butler because he all he did was walk around and be like hey those white guys over there sat down let me go grab some forks and he just hustled <laughs> over and it's like forks forks and here's the thing when they shove it in your face i feel like it's almost rude in the asian culture to reject it now right so i had to say okay right right yeah, we, we both, like, we said, okay, we never <laughs> used forks because both Jim and I know how to use chopsticks. Yeah. <laughs> but it was funny. Um, but, yeah, then we got our dim sum. We were eating everything. And you know what happens in the middle of the meal, guys? Jim spills his tea all over the table. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Those teacups. Give a give a description of these teacups because they're essentially dreidels, is what they are. They they barely stand. They take a they take a a sphere of clay, and then they just hollow out the top, and they're like, "Here's a teacup," and they just somehow sit it, and you tap it. I I don't know my own strength, you know. Sometimes oh, you tap nice. it, and it flips. <laughs> and then it was the you, you kind of undersold how big of a of a Still deal it was well of a deal it was yeah no, no i was gonna i was gonna get to it i was gonna get to it first of all it's a small teacup okay it's probably the size of my nose like the length of my nose like it's a small teacup it's what kind be... of analogy is that i try to you know we're, we're they all, the people can only see my face how am i supposed to like give them oh, any sort? it's like the size of a tennis ball and you're like no it's like as long as my nose and as wide as my ears yeah, yeah not not the length of jim's nose that's a little too <laughs> <laughs> oh that's funny because it hurts a little <laughs> uh but anyways so but somehow there was tea all over the table and it was starting to like drip onto the floor. Okay, the one of the servers comes over to bring food and sees this mess. And we have, you know, they, the typical American thing here, they give you one napkin each. So we couldn't even use napkins to clean up. So we just stared at it. Yeah. And then the server came to give us food and was just like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> mistake. <laughs> yeah, and she, she's just freaking out. She's like, yeah, calling. She's like calling over the butler. <laughs> <laughs> and he rushes over and he's like, oh my God, oh my God. And he's freaking out and he runs. <laughs> And they're trying to figure out how to wipe it up. And Jim's just there, like, covering his eyes, trying to hide. Because he can't imagine. He just did this again two it times so in crazy. a row. And so they went and grabbed, like, a rag. Which is also grabbed, weird. Yeah, they grabbed a rag to clean <laughs> the it up. The butler was and like... They gave us napkins. But it was so much on there um, oh, that he used the, the guy was like... The guy was like, oh, he looked inside the teapot. He must have made the whole teapot. <laughs> he filled our teapot because he was he like, wow, teapot, yeah. you guys must have spilled all of your tea. <laughs> oh, but the funny part was they gave us a stack of napkins 
and they had this rag and the rag was weird because it, it literally looked like the butler went to a busboy who was mid table cleaning the rag <laughs> had like stuff on it and he yeah. just stole it so it was like a wet rag and so then when he was done it was still wet so he used all of our napkins yeah he, our napkins and he gave us our extra to wipe our table so yes. we were left with nothing again <laughs> except for some extra tea. we got new yeah. tea which is good because that tea like you kind of need to let it steep a bit yeah 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 yeah. Good. yeah so yeah so so that was a fun experience but another another thing i did since our last podcast well, i, I want to mention food. about your dim sum so you should talk a little bit about for you know we're going to have people who listen to this who go and have dim sum right okay. they're, they're going to be like wow these guys they're on the wall of the hall of fame on the wall in these dim sum places you know, uh huh. Go ahead. I was gonna say like, your dim sum place is pretty decent. Like, you should maybe mention some of the like what you enjoyed yeah. too. Like, well, you know, you know, a, a dim sum place is decent when there's a line of Chinese people waiting for the doors to open in the morning. So, <laughs> and us, and us, and us. Yes. <laughs> I mean, so I, super authentic. You know, it was good food. Um, they had, uh, they had, I didn't like their pork buns that much. They weren't that good, but they but they had everything. Yeah, they had everything. Um, Dude, we the pork ordered... buns is because they they made um, the the regular steamed ones are fine. Yeah, what I, was in the other one? No, it was definitely they added extra onion in the other one, so it was a little mm. sweeter. It was like yeah. a red onion though. It wasn't a regular. Yeah, it was yeah, weird. Sure. But yeah, the the baked ones there are not that good. No. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Yeah um so yeah and uh, yeah we get uh what do we get sticky rice we have everything yeah we, got my, yeah we we did we did good we did good um yeah so it's 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 one of the better places in town but what, what else did you want to expand on no, that was it oh okay okay yeah. like what we you didn't even so, mention yeah. that you ate when you were there you're just just throwing me under a t-bus over here <laughs> well i just practically a set it was like it was it was it was just so ironic it was amazing i have to tell the story because it happened two times in a row luckily we didn't have anyone next to us but, you know you just spilled it on me and we instead. joked about it too when we walked yeah, we in did. we were we joking yeah. about it we're like hope it doesn't we happen like, again no water <laughs> <laughs> no water at this table yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah, then apart from that, um, I went to uh, the Imagine Dragons concert in uh, PNC in New Jersey. It was actually fantastic. Yeah, it was. Um, well, the opening act was uh, Macklemore and some other girl. I don't remember what her what her name is. We got there when she did her last song. Hmm. Um, so it was it was actually a pretty amazing concert. What was the um, best song that you had there? What's the best song? Yeah, that you liked. Yeah, I, I like, uh, you know, Believer. Yeah. Um, Thunder. Those are all great songs. You know, um, they had they 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 did this really cool thing where they got off the main stage and went in the middle of the audience and played there. Oh, that's right. PNC has that walkway down the middle. Yeah. Yeah. So they just somehow brought like acoustic versions of their hmm. instruments and just played there. So they played slower songs there. 
Um, but it was just so cool because the people who get the nosebleeds get to pretty much have front row, front yeah. row tickets. It was a really cool thing. And uh, they had some good you know, messages for people. They talked about the Ukraine um, conflict. They talked about uh, mental health, which was really good. Um, so it was, it was an amazing concert. We got the lawn tickets. Um, so, so, so PNC does this weird thing now. I don't know if you've been there recently. No, not, not, not since pre COVID. When I was, when I was in high school and we used to go to PNC concerts at the PNC, like in the lawn, everyone would just stand. It would just be chaos. You know, you can maybe bring a blanket if you want. And then it went through this period. Cause I remember when I went with my parents once, they allowed people to bring lawn chairs and it was chaos because <laughs> there's nowhere to go because lawn chairs are massive. Yeah, they're big. And so when you sell out a, like the lawn at the PNC, you got nowhere to go. Yeah, they honestly. do pack in those cars because the lot, the parking lots fit way more cars than yeah. the stadium. And the stadium. Yeah, exactly. And so, so that, that, that you know, so that was a mess. And then when we were going to this concert, we read, it said, no lawn chairs allowed. It was like, oh, thank you. It went back to the good old days. No, no, Jim. What do you mean no? Instead, you can rent their lawn chairs. And like everybody did that. There were rental lawn chairs everywhere. It was a mess. I was like, oh, my God. And the worst part about it, when the concert started, everyone was standing up. I was like, what is this? It's like everyone just made their own It took seat. even more room up. Yeah, exactly. And now you didn't have a chair. So how did you no. see over the lawn chairs? Because the lawn isn't even flat. Well, no, I was standing like oh, everyone else. Okay, so you... was. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wait, so they bought the lawn chairs but stood up for the whole concert? Yeah. I guess they had to stand if the people in front of them stand. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. I guess the lawn is kind of sloped there, but I thought it was more of a hill. Like if you're at the top, it's not really like sloped down. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it like, it's a gradual slope, but then it's pretty steep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah, it was pretty cool. And you saw my sister there too. Yeah. Yeah. I ran into her. She did it. She said she didn't recognize me with my beard. Uh, and I could have sworn she had seen me with a beard before. Really? But... Yeah, I was waving to her, and she was just staring at me like she didn't recognize me for a while. Yeah. And you were, like, right up to her. You're like, hello. Yes. <laughs> I was yelling her name. Wow. <laughs> it is it is weird because, like, you've only shaved a few times per year. Yeah. And usually during the winter and, like, yeah, most of the time you have a beard. Yeah, yeah, especially during the winter when it's cold. Sometimes I shave it for the summer. Yeah. You know. Cool off my face. Is that what she said? She didn't recognize you. I got to get the real, yeah. the real details. There's yeah, a, yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a real reason. It would just be like, no, I just didn't even know who he was. Be like, okay. <laughs> she didn't recognize me at first, and then the person I was with was yelling her name, and definitely didn't recognize no. her. And so then afterwards, you know, she she like paid more attention to me and was like, oh, I do know you. And oh yeah. Was her husband there? Yeah. Yeah, so he probably recognized you. Uh, I don't know. He didn't seem like he did. So. Oh my goodness! Did you guys end up hanging out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the she was she was walking around like she was lost, um, and that was because she was trying to find some place to sit in the oh. mass 
of launch affairs. And so she asked if she, because we like took over like a big part with our blankets. Right. And so. Um, oh, you got there early. Yeah, we had some people who were with us that got there early. Yeah, we got there right on time, but some people that were that that were part of our party were there like oh, half yeah. an hour early. Or that guy, hour? that guy seems like he goes to things early. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's so, good. So he yeah. reserved it for you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, okay, that's cool. Yeah, I think my my sister loves Eminem, and. I think she, she was really excited to Macklemore. Yeah, because that's kind of like a close example. You know, that's, you know, yeah, they're the same. I mean, they're not, but they are. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> they, you know, all, the, a lot of bands are like that, right? Like, they're very similar. You like one, you like the other. I'm stereotyping over here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm stereotyping good musicians. Sorry, Steve. Oh, going in the good musician part now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we got to get to our topic today too, because it's gonna be a, a good, good talk topic. I'll, I'll just about your week briefly, because I. <sighs> yeah, I mean, I'll just mention I got this cool chair, which is cool. Um, okay. Which was a big, a big thing. Um, I had this fun thing happen at work, where um, no, it's in, it's interesting. Uh, okay. Where I was meeting with other jobs in my company like looking around and uh one of them after i met them really liked me and was like yeah we think you'd be a really good fit and the way it usually goes is they say hey you'd be a good fit um let me meet why don't you meet some of the team and then why don't you why don't you tell your manager and then i can talk to your manager or whatever that's like normal but this person yeah. didn't do any of that they just low-key talked to my manager yeah without you knowing so they they said like i'd like to speak to your manager but usually when they speak and i told in my a good way not not in the camera yeah way. yeah yeah in the nice way and i told my manager legit but what i told my manager was i'm just poking around i want you to know i'm poking around you know so and they're supposed to just call your manager and be like hey has this guy got written up is this guy like on probation you know like there's a bunch of you know they're just checking the basics right I didn't know that she actually, after just meeting me, was like, no, I'll take this guy on my team. So when she called my manager, she was like, met Jim, really like him. We're going to take him over if that's okay. And I didn't even say okay. I didn't even say okay. So then that went to my manager's manager, who then had this weird call with me where it's super weird because, like, you get on a call and you're videoing, and it's like, you know that you know they know, and they know, right. they know, you know they know. And so, like, it's a weird, like, I don't want to bring it up, but they got, is they got to bring it up. Right. And then they laid on just, a, like, like a pile of guilt onto me. Like, oh, how could you do this to me? You're our favorite. Da, 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 da. And I, and I, uh, oh, I should have sent you a picture. Uh, they all, ever since that, just this past week, the pandering is out of control it's out of control great idea jim that's fantastic no 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 exaggeration that's exactly true like i have a chat conversation where my manager's manager and another higher level person is like great job jim that and the other one's like that was all you go jim like in a chat it's so cringy so cringy (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, so dealing with that. And then last week, uh, we also did HelloFresh. We did HelloFresh. The oh, it came out really good for I think all three meals like were prepared well, but um, you know, there were some winners and some losers. It was good. And I'm gonna be doing HelloFresh next week as well. Okay. I'll let you know. It's not as bad as the first time I did it where they didn't even come out anything close to <laughs> the pictures. All right. Maybe learn some new cooking techniques. Yeah, yeah. And some new ingredients. Broaden your palate from ketchup. <laughs> you know what's crazy? I barely use ketchup anymore. Really? I think it's just because I don't eat the things with ketchup on them at home. Like uh, I eat ketchup when I go out, you know? Right. All right. So today I wanted to talk to you. Okay, so... I wanted to, so I love, I love talking about the same topics all the time. I could talk about food every day. We're not going to talk about food today. I know it's a, dis, it's a disappointment. We didn't even mention TB or anything today. <laughs> we didn't mention it, but tuberculosis. Yeah, exactly. But I wanted to talk today to, to, to have more of an open flow conversation. Um, and we've, we, and we've talked about this topic a little bit, but it's, it's essentially about movies. And you and I have a little bit different taste in movies, but I would say that they somewhat align. But right. I would I think you and I are both intelligent people. As as the French would say, intelligente, you know? <laughs> Just got a good reaction out of Steve on that one. <laughs> so, you know. You really sounded intelligente. <laughs> Thank you, Steve. Thank you. I might have gotten my Spanish and, and French mixed up, but it's definitely one of them. Um, it's definitely and, something. Yeah. So what I want to talk about is what makes a movie good? And I want to hear it from you because there's I've scoured the web and there's a, a bunch of different elements of a movie. But within those elements, there are things people feel like have to be there for the movie to be good. Now, I want you to I want you to body and soul split a little bit here cuz you got to you got to think good objectively, not good Steve likes. All right? That's that's literally that's literally how it has to happen. No, 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 no. I'm not I'm not a movie critic. You want me to be a movie critic? I want you to be a movie an, a, an unbiased movie critic. You're going to you're going to walk us through the, the things that are needed, right? So like an, ex okay. an example of how I need you to move your bias might be um, you might like the TV show Family Guy. I pretend that's a movie. You might like Family Guy, right? Um, and then, but you might say Family Guy doesn't have uh, a very good character arc. And I personally think a good movie has to have a character arc. And so Family Guy isn't a good movie, but I like it as a show, like whatever, right? Like that's what I want to get to is what, what pieces, if you're going to make a movie from scratch, what are the fundamental building blocks? And then not you're going to see, not saying as a, as a movie critic, what yeah. do movie critics find is a good movie? Yeah. Pretend that you're famous for a minute here. Okay. Just pretend that you're famous. Build your clout up now because your words are going to set the foundation for the movie industry. All right. And then sure. you're going to take, as you walk through the topics, I'm sure you'll hit some of these topics. I'm going to go and, and compare to what the actual critics say a good movie is composed of. 
Okay. So why don't you start us off with an area or a topic or something you feel is critical to, to a movie that's to, to be good. Okay. Uh, so obviously I can't just say a general story, right? Right. So uh, what, what I'm trying to think. I'll give you an, let me give you an example of one. No, let me think. <laughs> let me think out loud. <laughs> let me think out loud. Um, so you you know what 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 would count as good for a story? So um, good for a movie. For I know in a movie story, the problem is is that like it's hard for me to 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 answer this because there's movies that critics are. Well, what happened? Okay, there we go. There there are um, movies out there that critics you know, view highly, but, um, I think are garbage. <laughs> think of a movie maybe where those align and that'll help. Okay. okay. Basically, you know, the story has to have cohesion. It has to have, uh, a, a, like it has to flow, right? It has to have a good flow, a, a start middle and uh, sometimes not really an end, but like, you know, and it, it's got to have a climax, and it has you know there, there's supposed to be a cohesive cohesive plot and you know timeline to the movie. So you can't just show, and this is this is what I mean. To, to me, you can't show like just random pieces together and somehow it makes a movie. Now, granted, there are highly critically acclaimed movies that do just that. They just have a story from different perspectives and different characters all around the world that somehow pieced together a plot and that's viewed as something good, you know, because it's, it's like a, a different take on the classic, you know, movie storytelling genre. But to me, that's garbage. I can't follow what the hell I'm, I can't, I can't, I don't have time to watch a movie 10 times in order to understand what the story was trying to say, you know? So no thank you. But to me, story has to have a clear flow, climax, plot. Um, Almost like a beginning, middle, and end kind of a thing. Exactly, exactly. It's got to have some sort of antagonist, uh, some sort of conflict within there that the main character slash characters have to overcome is, is, is typical for me. You know? All right, so let's stop there. And let's, let's go into what Steve talked about now, now this is what the real movie critics say. All right. In terms of story. In terms of story, the actual okay. term would would actually be called plot, but the story arc that you're talking about fits right in there, and it says that a good movie will have three acts: setup, confrontation, and resolution. And you said exactly that. I feel like yeah. you and the critics are aligned exactly right here. I don't need to go into any more detail because I think you got got that one yeah i mean you could always it's just the typical formula where you know the the whole beginning part of the movie and then it always goes to a climax where there's the main conflict that 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 happens and somehow like you said there, there, it needs to be resolved and to, to some degree you know granted a, a lot of movies will just end and it'll be like we're gonna let the the viewer try to figure out what happened at the end you know, wonderful. Love it. 
<laughs> well, that's in the next movie if we get enough money out of this movie. Exactly, exactly. Um, yeah. All right, so what so, else? Yeah. Story. Got that. Uh, yeah. You, you know what really makes it, what, what like puts some movies over the top over others is, and, and you'd be surprised hearing this from me, but uh, a good score, like a good, you know, music that, that, that goes along with it. Okay. Um, plays a huge part in in the movie. Actually, I I find that it, it can like set the tempo. You know, if if the music is is fast paced when there's like a chase scene or something like that. You know, it it it, it people you know under underwrite what they how impactful sound and music can have on their emotions. You know, mm-hmm. there was uh, one of the this this was the the best part about this movie. Uh, shoot, what was it called? The sound it, of it music. Was, no, <laughs> it was it was uh, a shark movie where they were deep blue cage sea. diving with no, they were cage diving with sharks, and the cage fell to the bottom of the the ocean the meg. with them inside no it's not called the meg is a shark movie these are good shark movies. you're just naming random shark movies you know even though i'm telling you exactly what the plot is i don't think and I the plot of all movie. the movies that you just described that never happens in any of them <laughs> i forget what movie it was but anyways so there's a part in it where their oxygen tanks are starting to run out. And so they drop from the surface down some nitrous tanks for them. Okay? And what happens is the sound goes away in the, in the movie. And all you hear is the breathing. Okay. It's not coming through real well, but I get you. Okay, well, I tried my best to do it, but it kind of blocks that type of sound. Yeah. Um, and and so, uh, what's it called? But, like, it's just so eerie. And then you start to see, because a lot of times you can get, um, when you start uh, inhaling oxygen, nitrous, yeah. when you start inhaling nitrous oxide for, for oxygen, you can get nitrous oxide poisoning. And so you start to hallucinate. And so, like, at that point, you can't even tell what's real and what's not. And, and so they can't tell what's up, what's down. And it, it's so disorienting. And the only sound you hear, you don't even hear bubbles or anything. It's just the breathing. It's complete silence other oh, than that. And that scene made that movie for me. Like, that's... Wow. Like, that, was, that was, like, you feel the anxiety. Because you're breathing, all you hear is breathing. So you are like breathing with them. Like you feel the anxiety of of that. So okay, okay. I mean, I know that movie left a mark on you. Not that big of a mark because you don't remember the name. No, no. Nah, nah. The rest of the movie is like is like man. But that scene in that movie, I was like that. That made the entire movie. Right all right, there. let's see what the critics say about music. So they group it into two types. They have music as harmony, which is the movie uses the motifs that coincide with characters. So that's like the music helps the characters. 
And then they also have sound. And sound is, is the sound authentic to the scene? And I think that's what you were talking about. Is the sound in the scene make you feel like you're in the scene? Yeah, so that makes exactly. a good movie. All right. Yeah. yeah. By the way, it's called Forty Meters Down. It's weird. I I like shark movies. I haven't I haven't seen that. Forty Seven Meters Down. Is that is that a new one? It's twenty seventeen. Yeah. Forty Seven Meters Down. Anybody famous in this movie? Yeah, I think so. Actually. Hmm. It's got a bad rating. I would love it. <laughs> you know. You know. You know. Uh. A sci-fi. Oh, yeah, Mandy Moore. Mandy Moore is inside. Yeah. You know, like a a sci-fi bad movie like this, like whatever you want to call it, like B-rated monster movie is going to be good when it's got bad reviews, but not not <laughs> not terrible reviews. Like yes. you want all the all the movie snobs to be like, this is a disgrace of a movie. And then right. you want all the fans and kids and people who just want to have fun be like, that was awesome. All right, so what's next on your on your list? I'm trying to see how much Deep Blue Sea was rated. Oh, it's got to be up there. Deep Blue Sea. Yeah, it's actually rated the same as this movie. Yeah. Honestly, so it's got to be up there. Deep Blue Sea, classic. No, no, I mean like this. It, it's like the 47 meters down got rated a 5.6 out of 10, and Deep okay. Blue Sea is 5.9. Perfect. So, right so, on yeah. par. <laughs> All right. Do you want to talk any, maybe about? Actually, I won't give you any clues. What else do you think goes in a movie? What else goes into a movie other than story, like like story plot and sound? Um, you know, sometimes I'll I'll say like, uh, ooh, what would you describe that as? Like like costume design and the environment, like all fit together properly to. To, to make you understand the world or whatever scene they're in, you know? Okay. That is considered for the term is theme. Theme. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So like the costumes, the environment, uh, the technology all fits within a theme of the movie. And, you know, if it's futuristic, there's some futuristic, you know, gadgets or things inside the movie. And if it's, present day you better make sure everything is like modern day clothes and and technology but you know it, it's just you know you put something like star wars they have their own you know characters and and dress and things like that so um fantasy it's their own their own set of stuff but it all has to flow together to 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 to, to give you know a proper proper uh theme to the movie so yeah. okay so that's that's good. Theme is definitely one of them. It's in okay. two categories: identity and intrigue. So identity is just exactly what you said. Do you feel immersed in the movie? Right. And intrigue is themes that teach you something or make you think or make you connect. And it's it's a theme that's throughout the movie that makes you feel something. So it could be, um, they don't have examples here, but you know, it could be something like a similar example happened to you in your life or, right. you know, something like that. Yeah. I just thought of some more for, for this now. Good. Um, and I don't know if these two are separated or not. You know what? I'm going to separate them. Hmm. So I'm going to say, uh, dialogue, dialogue. Is a, 
Uh, that's on the list. It's yeah. it's it's it can be used as part of the story, you know. But at the same time, the <laughs> you, 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 the conversations have to flow properly, um, you know, and and it has to convey exactly what's happening. You're not. It, it, it's you're you're visually you know watching a story, and so um and, and uh and so like the dialogue between them is all you have to go on as to as to what's going on other than you know visually how people are acting so right right yeah so they have dialogue here and they talk about it has to be dialogue in the right context which is pretty clear and then the right. dialogue has to like you're talking about it has to move the plot along so right. you yeah. don't want dialogue that just is just there Right, that's the gym fast forward dialogue. That's exactly, it. and we do that a lot. So you know, there's a lot of movies with that problem. <laughs> the, the problem is, Jim, is that you fast forward things that do move along the plot. You just say, "I can guess what the plot is, Steve," so I don't need the dialogue to go along with it. Yeah. If it's a thinly veiled plot. <laughs> okay, and so hand in hand with that is acting. And acting. so let me see what they got acting here. You know, acting's on the list somewhere. I would hope so. Let me look here. Okay, I got it. Go ahead. Yeah. So basically, you know, acting um, can really sell a movie. There's a lot of times where, um, you know, a movie has can have all, 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 you know, all it can going for it, but an actor is just missing its mark, like. You're not very engrossed in believing that this character is this character, you know. You could some people would say, you know, the character, the the actor was you know miscast or something like that. That's, Ooh, that's common. Casting is very important, you know. Yeah, so they have you it. Know, in two you gotta, you gotta like the the actor has to like not just portray the scene, but portray the character that it's trying to portray, you know. So yeah. Yeah, so what you're talking about, they're calling performance, which is the actor and, you know, performs the character well. But there's a second piece in acting, and that is that the characters themselves that are made are multidimensional enough that you can act them out to begin with. And right. so, like, they gave some examples of movies where, like, a character doesn't have enough depth. So no matter who acted in it, you're like, that character sucks. Like, you didn't, it didn't right. matter if they're famous, you know? Yeah. All right. You've actually nailed a lot of these. I think there's only uh, one. Let me see how many categories are left. One, two, three, four, four. There's four left. What? I can't even think of another one, honestly. That make up Well, we're getting near time. I could just give them to you and you can comment on it. If lighting. Want. I don't know if lighting has anything yep. to do with it. Well, Maybe set line or something i don't know if that how that comes yep, in. they have a whole thing on editing and effects so editing how, how do the movies edited special effects how they cut the movie right that's, oh yeah that's a super okay, that's common. all together that's all together wow okay well edit yeah editing is it's funny like when we were younger i never really knew what editing was i thought it was editing the picture but like it's common that they'll record a long movie and then the editor will go in and cut it down with the director or whomever right and like right. oftentimes we're kind of like what the heck happened to that scene? Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, you see a deleted scene. You're like, why isn't that in the movie? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, 
I was just uh, talking with my sister uh, today, and she was telling me that in a lot of those reality TV shows, um, it, it, like those dating shows, yeah, they're not allowed to eat the food during the date. What do you mean? Like they'll go on a date in those dating shows, like like The Bachelor or you know, uh, I don't know. I don't know. And they whatever. order their meal, but they don't eat. But no, they'll say like they'll bring them out on a date, right? And they'll go and like have like a candlelit dinner. Oh yeah. And there'll be food there, but you'll see they'll never eat because they're not allowed to eat the food. Why? The food like goes to waste. I don't know if they give it to them afterwards or whatever. But while they're recording, they're not allowed to eat the food because how the quick cuts happen in in editing they don't know what they don't want the food to then like oh, mess with the picture because they're so, chewing and stuff it's like they no, not just not the chewing part but like food is missing on the table and then all of a sudden later it's back on the table because oh, he started eating because they because that's the right they shift the order of the conversation they shift the orders just to make to like flow to, to make, make it drama uh, yeah, that's exactly. true. Because on those shows, people never talk like that. Exactly. And, and there's exactly. always so these like pick like, and choose all the spiciest bits and just mix it in a way that like makes it as dramatic as possible. Yeah, so. and they always do weird things where they'll be like, "Oh, I I didn't know you you were only five feet tall," and then it'll be like, dush, dush. and then like the guy will just be like, <laughs> the guy will just be like looking around and just it's just awkward silence. And then yeah, he'll, yeah. and then he'll look down and then she'll be like. Did you hear me? Like, G -g -g, you know, and it's like, you know, that wasn't the conversation. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's why also a lot of times, you know, they'll have a conversation before the, the commercial break and they'll be like, oh, and then it'll come back from commercial break and it won't seem as bad as when yeah. it was. Because it'll like do a kind of like recap of what the conversation was, but it was, it's completely different, you know, and you're just like, like, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> but All I right. thought it was interesting that, like, you know, you you were saying how we didn't know how editing works. Right. You know, it just goes to show you that even these quote unquote reality TV shows, you know, you they're edited like the editing plays such a role that they have to make make them not eat the food that's there just in order to properly edit in such a way to make it dramatic. Yeah. Just to do the quick cuts, yeah. Well, I actually do have a tiny story about The Bachelor. Okay. When I was at the healthcare stuff, uh, I had a coworker. So this is from a coworker. I don't know how much of it is true or not, but she seemed pretty specific, so I, I had no reason to not believe it. Um, she had a friend who went on the one where they picked the women, whatever that one is. Is that The Bachelor? No, that's The yeah. bachelor, Bachelorette. Wait, no, The Bachelor. They pick a, a guy picks the women. Yeah. So, yeah. So she got selected. Her friend got selected to go. And there's this whole vetting process. And she was explaining how terrible that was. And like it was a whole thing. Right. But she said, then when you get there, the girl, like, you know about the guy a little bit. They're like, this is the guy, da, 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 just to make sure that you're interested. But the guy gets like a full file of you. He gets to watch the video. You know, like they, they did the video submission and all this stuff. Like yeah. he has all that stuff ahead of time. So like when he goes to meet the people on the first day, he already knows like, okay, I definitely like these ones. I don't want any of these ones. 
Right. And, and then he, like he anyways, yeah. And he t you tell the 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 director or whatever, this is what I want, and that's how they drama it up. Yeah. It's so sneaky. Yeah, this one's not gonna work at all. It's like, okay, well we're gonna bring that girl in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's like let's make this one seem the most fun before we yeah. clip it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's see. There's the one. There's one. Uh, the, there's a category on directing, but I guess we can kind of skip that. That's just like you know, doing the doing your job. Um, how, yeah, I don't understand how there could be a thing about directing, just they, making sure the movie is a good movie in the end. They like, say that together on there. Yeah, they say that the director, a good director, will have a vision for the movie and will execute on the vision, and um it says here movies so well told and so well crafted that the story can't be told any other way that's like a good director where it's like this is the only way to tell the story and that's what they're looking for when they're doing that okay uh there's cinematography which you kind of mentioned which is uh the the lighting and it also says here um continuity camera techniques camera angles to tell the story camera, camera techniques play a big role yeah wardrobe lighting that's all in there and then the last one was oh this one i'm surprised you didn't say this one the last one is just called attraction which is the the, the premise of the movie is fun and it's an entertaining movie people want to watch it Okay. Which is, which is what makes a good movie, right? You want to go watch the movie. <laughs> that seems very broad. Like I wonder. Like, yeah. They say, like, so, so the premise is the, the premise is something that somebody wants to watch. So for right. example, the, exa the example they give you that nobody watched star Wars, if it was pitched to start in New Mexico, like the movie Cowboys versus aliens was where they're pretty much yeah. the same type of movie. Same people are going to watch those movies, but you wouldn't watch it if the premise doesn't make sense. Yeah. And the entertainment is exactly what it is. Like, you know, people want to go watch them. There are adrenaline spiking ones, you know, all these things. Yeah. Right. So it's good. I feel like actually you did way better than I thought you would. I honestly feel like you'd be a good movie critic. You said I was intelligente. <laughs> oh my God. And here you are saying you did better than I thought you would. <laughs> I feel I feel like that girl now at dim sum. Oh <laughs> it was a compliment. It was, I, I was honestly surprised how many you got because some of these things we 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 obviously can think of, but like right. you're on the spot and I'm telling you like right now it's like I'm saying right now make a movie. You know it's like how you know. Yeah. So good job. Uh, Thank you. Was there anything else you wanted to add before we close out here? Uh, I do want to say that all these things, although are for critics on what a good movie is, in the end, it's you that decides That's right. what's a good movie. Don't let other people influence your decision. You know, um, All these things play a role in what makes a good movie, but everyone has their own preference of how all of these play together, you know. Uh, Jim and I have different preferences on movies, you know, and and I feel like most people do. Uh, so that's so, what yeah. makes them fun. That's what makes it fun. Exactly. Exactly. And, yeah. I, and I think I, I say, screw the critics. Yeah. Well, I honestly think 
when it comes down to it, the, the one thing they didn't put on this list was how much money does that movie make? I was wondering about it. It actually crossed my mind. And I was like, I don't know if money actually needs to play a role. Like how much, how well they did with their budget. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's just the thing. It's like, if a movie is popular, then people liked it. That's just what right. it is. People went and went and saw the movie. Right. And like critics, you're right. Critics play a part. Friends play a part. But ultimately, if you want to see the movie, you're going to watch it. Yeah. But I mean, like, you know, like a movie like Superbad, uh, you know, had such a low budget and made okay. an amazing movie that, you know, is iconic. So. But see, here's the thing. Would Do you think Superbad would have been a better movie if you tripled the budget? Probably not. No. Right. Probably no, not. We didn't, right. didn't need that budget. But, you know, it would just... Because it had actors that were not big at the time. Now all those actors are huge. Oh, you know? yeah. Was that in high school that we saw that or college? I don't remember. That was hilarious, though. Well, pretty sure high school. That's a hilarious yeah. movie. Yeah. Oh, man. That's a good McLovin. movie. McLovin. McLovin. Why would you choose McLovin? It's <laughs> just one name. That's one of those movies that I feel like would have been in the cult classics that we talked about. Yeah. Like, only because I feel like people wouldn't take the movie seriously. They'd be like, oh, this is just a joke of a movie. But right. it is a comedy. It's meant to be a joke. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. They don't do... Do they do comedies anymore? Who's the last comedy you saw? Last comedy? Yeah, I like saw. a like a new comedy. Oh, well, they do like action comedies now a lot. Oh. So like a lot of stuff with The Rock or... Um, Ryan Reynolds. Sure, but those you aren't know, those, comedy those, comedies. Those are action. I just comedies. watched uh, what was it called, The Lost City? Oh, or with the, uh, Chatting Tatum. Yeah, Chatting Tatum. That was funny. Look, it was actually really funny. We, we, yeah. Oh, did you see the Harry Potter guy was in it too? Which Harry Potter guy? Harry Potter. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's yes. weird though, because when you see that guy, I only see Harry Potter. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, why is Harry Potter evil? Because I saw him on there. I was like, oh, then he was in this. He plays the main bad. I don't even know his name. I'm just like, Harry Potter's in this movie. <laughs> Talk about typecasting. All right. Then with that, guys, thank you, everybody, for joining. Um, I'm glad to see we had so many people listening today live. It looks like we had eight or nine people uh, live coming in and out so that's great sorry that we were gone a week but uh it's good to see everybody is joining back on the train um you could follow us uh on, at instagram at creativity underscore level underscore zero the number um at twitter we're at creativity level zero on youtube we're creativity level zero and on the podcast apps we are creativity level zero uh and i wanted to mention and i know we mentioned it before we're getting big enough now that the algorithms on the podcast know us so now it even auto fills for this i was i was doing some uploads i think three weeks ago the, the episode before the one we did last time and i noticed that when i was on there and i was like hmm. it's like people are searching for us now so that's really good thank you everybody for listening you know yeah yeah did you mention when we're live on twitch oh that's right yeah we're live on twitch on thursdays 9 p.m eastern and that's yeah. creativity level zero oh that's twitch.tv slash creativity level zero the number zero and that's actually where we're live right now yes <laughs> <laughs> all right thanks everybody for joining thanks guys